Coal miners took canaries in with them because their small, sensitive bodies responded to poisons like carbon monoxide faster than the miners' own bodies. If the canary passed out, the miners knew to get out right away. So, what are a few canaries in the coal mine in your life? And what about your finances? Well, that is what we are talking about today, so stay tuned. Tweet, tweet. Welcome to the WalletWin Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. As we get started today, I first want to take a second to thank everybody who's left us a review mm-hmm. uh, for this podcast. Especially those five-star ones. I'm going to thank Leslie right now <laughs> for the recent review. She said, love these guys. They have great ideas, and I love their voices. Jonathan oh, is so us. funny. He could be a professional radio personality. <laughs> oh, his <laughs> ego going, is shooting out please. the roof now. I would love to have this couple as my neighbors. Great couple, wonderful ideas, and they always have me chuckling. Thank you so much, Leslie. And all of you who've left a review, if you could think about doing that right now or after you listen to this episode, that would be great. It would help other people find us in the search. Yep. We would definitely appreciate it. So leave a review, five-star rating, wherever you listen to podcasts and can leave a rating. However, the uh, Apple Podcast app is definitely the place to leave it. Awesome. All right. So we're talking canaries in the coal mine, but how did this all get brought up? Well, recently I did a poll on Instagram. I shared a story about Jonathan and I uh, kind of recognizing some signs of health in our life and making sure we made them a priority to kind of have them as regular activities. And I asked other people, what are some of these signs for you? For example, one of ours was cooking in the kitchen and not just any old cooking, but really good cooking. And I got a variety of responses, which were enjoyable to read, but there was one courageous person who was vulnerable Mm. and honest, and they wrote back, and I really appreciated the response, and it said, they don't know. Mm. They're not sure what those signs of healthiness are for them, and they've kind of gotten stuck in a rut, and they were going to take the time to reflect and really assess what those were so they could begin living a little bit more intentionally. So that is what we're going to chat about today. Yeah, we're going to pause a little bit, reflect, and look at what those things are. Mm-hmm. The old canaries in the coal mine. And why I appreciated this uh, response so much is because there's just a tendency, as much as we may not want to admit it, there's a tendency to drift in life, Mm -hmm. especially as things get busier, more stressful, you you age, you get a little more tired, (laughs) whatever it is, more (laughs) responsibilities. The temptation is just to begin to drift. And we've been caught there more times than I would care to admit. And, you know, you're just kind of drifting along, coasting. You're a little bit on autopilot. Things, especially this last year with a pandemic, starts to feel like a little bit of a Groundhog's-esque day existence where the same things are kind of happening. It's just a little bit routine. You don't know if you're happy. You don't know if you're down. You just kind of are and things are happening around you. And it's easy for that to kind of become the default way you live your life 
So it's important to notice it, to take notice of that. Yeah, I mean, that's the first step here. You, uh, you know, to, to, you kind of have to figure out or determine that there's something going on, that there is, uh, I don't know if I'd say a problem, but yeah, you're a little bit stuck, right? You're, you're spinning your tires a little bit. First, you kind of see that that's happening. All right. I see that that's happening. You know, I got to know what's, you got to know that you're stuck in this rut before you can actually get out of it. So, and you might not be, we're not trying to convince you, plant it in your brains that everybody's, everybody's got daddy (laughs) issues and everybody's in a rut. It's not what we're saying here. The tendency though is to go towards ruts. Yes. Because, um, the, our human brains want to actively resist change and transformation because Mm -hmm. they, it's, those tend to be feared. And our brain wants to seek safety and tranquility. And comfort. <laughs> yeah. And often those very comfortable <laughs> things are not always the best things. They tend to end up being sabotages Like that for sleeve of Oreos the other night. <laughs> very comfortable. Oh, no, no. No, no. That was uh, my first <laughs> bag of gluten-free Oreos. I was extremely intentional about every single one I ate. Don't you project your I probably was not as intentional about every one that I <laughs> ate. I enjoyed those thoroughly, but I, I think this step of noticing when you're in a rut is harder to do than maybe it sounds. Mm-hmm. Something that I've found helpful for us, uh, this year some friends of ours Joseph and Crystal, they um, started a membership helping families have weekly meetings. Mm-hmm. And we don't do it every single week. I'll just say it. We do it a lot of weeks, though. Yeah. And it has been the most helpful thing for us in noticing a rut. The weeks forming. we do it are the better weeks. The weeks we don't. <laughs> it's just right into the old rut. Right no. back into the Oreos. But we end up in these meetings. Part of the meeting is not only taking kind of a big shared goal that we're trying to work on over maybe um, a month or two, a 30 to 120 day period, you know, just a few months at a time where we have a big uniting goal that our family's trying to move towards. But then there's also just the common areas of life parenting, our marriage, our finances. And at this point in the meeting, our job is to quickly, instead of going on down a rabbit hole of all of the topics, we just do a quick red, yellow, or green on where we stand with those things. Mm -hmm. And anything that gets a yellow or a red goes on the agenda to get discussed. We talk to chat about it. And so that is... Great, because anything that's going green, going well in our life at that moment in time, we don't have to waste time talking it over, hashing it over, like Jonathan would say, beating it to a dead horse as I tend to do. Beating a dead horse. Beating it. (laughs) Beat something to a pulp. (laughs) I love phrases. (laughs) But it, in this meeting, it just is so easy to recognize, boom, whoa, we are rutted out on that thing or whoa this goal that we had declared as the big uniting goal is not really working for us there needs to be something else going on and then it gives us an opportunity to change what it is that we were working towards Mm -hmm. so I would say that weekly family meeting has been the fastest way for us to notice that tendency to begin drifting and to coast on autopilot Yep. So the meeting kind of brings it to attention. 
But then what's that ultimate disruptor, John? Well, I'd say, oh, yeah, that brings it to, to attention. It lets you know, okay, you said you wanted to make some progress here and there. Maybe you haven't. That's kind of a sign of a rut. And then really, you get out of it or you're like, I don't, I don't even know what to be thinking about. Well, that's where you can sit down if you're in a relationship sit down together, have that dream session, uh, have that just that time to get together to talk about what it is that you're looking to do. And of course, yeah, you can go really long term, talk about some big goals that you're looking towards, but also like, well, what are you looking to do this year? What are you looking to do this, you know, this season by the end of winter, by the end of spring, whatever it is. Yeah. The next, you know, six to six to eight weeks. What's something you want to do? Whether something you want to kind of start doing and create that habit by the end of a month or two. What's that thing you want to make happen and get done in a month or two. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things are just, uh, I don't know. I mean, they're not necessarily always floating around in our brains ready and available right at the forefront of our minds. We might have to stop and think a little bit, give ourselves some time, give ourselves some space to kind of just, I don't know, noodle around and find out, Oh yeah, yeah. I wanna, I wanna do that. How about we do that? Mm-hmm. So you've noticed the rut, and now you've actively made a plan to dream about your future, and then put concrete action steps into play mm-hmm. to kind of counteract that rut that was going on. Yeah, the, you can think about it like the rut is like you. You know, it just feels like we're driving around in circles, and then you stop. You have this dream session, this meeting, this date night, whatever you want to do. And now you're determining where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So you're not only going to stop going around in circles, but you're actually going to figure out a destination somewhere you want to get to. And that's what's going to help you get out of this. So speaking of some canaries in the coal mine, John, mm-hmm. let's kind of talk about what this looks like for us personally. Yeah. So what are some of those signs of healthiness for you and then I'll share some of mine. <laughs> Ooh, we're getting spot, vulnerable. Huh? Uh, so I'd say for me, and first, before we get into it, I guess, uh, what's great about these, it's almost once you, right, you, you figure, okay, you are or not kind of in a rut, going around in circles, you figure out where you want to go. And now by identifying your canaries in the coal mine, you now have like that early warning system. Mm-hmm. You look at these things to know, oh, wow, I haven't done X in, in a week or two. Mm. Ooh, better if get you're not doing, going. if you're not doing these, it's probably not either. Your other goals are probably mm-hmm. not going to be faring very well. And you're downshifting into, into a lack of reaction health, lack of mode yep. from running to put out fires, all that. So I, yep. anyway, to get to it, I'd say mine are, I'm definitely happier getting things done more when I'm working, a better dad, all that stuff when I'm waking up early. Even if you didn't necessarily, quote unquote, do or accomplish anything in those early morning hours, this is just like a thing for you. I just love to wake up early. Yeah. I like to just start that day. It just feels like a good day. And, you know, sometimes I get like two, maybe two and a half hours before anybody wakes up. Sometimes they get 20 minutes because those kids like to wake up really early some days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we try the okay to wake clocks. But as even and really just as long as I get up before other people, it's a good day. It's so a that's good a good day. day. Um, I'd say lately we've been taking up running 
trying to do that more from doing for that, as that long as I've happy. known you when you're running you're better uh-huh and which is why I got you those running tights that Christmas just to kind of I think we were in a little bit of a rut and I, w- I wanted to push you out the door to get running again oh I thought you just wanted me to wear those around the house oh right <laughs> nice but anyway <laughs> Yeah, running is for sure one of your signs. And I, I'll throw one more in there. And this one I've I've found out. I think I maybe always knew it, but I've been enjoying it. This canary has been alive in its cage the last week or two mm. doing some crossword puzzles. Oh, yeah. You've been the crossword hound. We we have the newspaper. We have, the, we have the a newspaper journal. coming yeah. every day. Now I can really only do the Mondays. <laughs> some of the Tuesdays. They get harder I don't really as the try week goes on. As the week goes on. And then for Christmas, I got a big book of 200 Monday puzzles from the New York Times. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, everything's going well. And it kind of, they all kind of are related to each other a little bit, right? Because I usually have time to do the crossword if I get into bed early. Yep. And if I'm getting into bed early, You're I'm probably going to fall asleep on time and be able to wake up and go for a mm-hmm. run. Yeah, they're all kind of interconnected there. But That's it's just it's relaxing. Uh, I love doing that crossword, filling in the boxes, working my brain out, figuring out the little puzzles, the little themes. I love it. Awesome. So, what are yours? A couple of mine. Um, one would be cooking. Sure, sure. Cooking, and not just. I'm not talking about not just getting boiling some, some noodles food and putting, on the table so no one starves. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, we don't really do the whole. <laughs> yeah, just uh, boil some noodles and throw a jar of spaghetti sauce on it. That, we, I mean, we've, we've done it, but it, that's not. That's not what you would consider this type of cooking. No, that no, you're looking that for does to, not make me come alive. Sign. That is like people just it need, keeps you alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I like finding really delicious dishes. I like planning. Uh, what our family's going to eat and how it's going to um, sync up with maybe the season that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, I like planning things, especially on a Sunday or maybe a special feast day. Yeah. Things like that. I know I'm doing well when I'm cooking mm-hmm. or baking or whatever, even yep. though the kitchen ends up being a total wreck because the kids are quote unquote helping. <laughs> <laughs> Helping. They're helping the dog get a meal. That's what they're Yeah. Um, I'm just a better me when mm-hmm. that's a regular part of my schedule. And I have just been really enjoying that. Yep. Um, we love America's Test Kitchen or Cook's Country. Yep, yep, so yep. all the things from their recipe books um, are have been kind of a go-to for me lately. Mm-hmm. Also, another one for me is um, a weekly date. Oh. Making sure that we have that weekly date. And I like to put it midweek. I like it to be Wednesday night. You like well, the Wednesday date. Yep. Because then there's something to look forward to. And then after Wednesday, I have the weekend to look forward to. You know, yeah. you're just building in little carrots. I love carrots. Dear. I love me a carrot. Uh, another one would be planning an adventure. Ooh. <laughs> this is huge for me. Why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I love, love, love planning adventures it could be as simple as we're going on a picnic on saturday Mm -hmm. but it could also be we're going on an rv trip next month and scouting out the campsites and figuring out where we were going to stay is just something i love 
We're also going to Disney World at the end yeah. of this year. You love it. You're, you're like, oh, let's get something on the books. Let's book this Disney thing I like love, a year out. No, no. We booked and it then, like 20 months out. And then he's like, you know what? I love adventure. Let's let's do an RV trip in a month. <laughs> I just always, I love to have things on the book. You do. We've got an RV trip in June. We're going to go on in Colorado. We've, I just, I love love packing my calendar full of adventures they don't always have to be traveling elsewhere again it could be the picnic down the street Mm -hmm. or it could be the family bike outing or it could be we are going to go to the zoo again i just love planning adventures now jonathan you it's definitely not one of your canaries for example uh for this disney trip we're taking Mm -hmm. next december i have spent a lot of time looking over all the menus and pre-planning exactly what we're going to eat, where and when. And I love it. I I have a whole spreadsheet. I've predicted everyone's order. And how this helps us, though, is because I want to know the budget. I want to know what we have to plan. And I'm not going to get there and be, you know, wondering and crossing my fingers. We don't do that. Yes. So, and it's just, I get excited you about things. I'm also running the possibilities. I love, you love running, the running scenarios. That's what you love. That's I mean, think about. back to That's when what this is. the very first, you could look at like one or two menus, figure out <laughs> it would cost about this much to eat. When you I, eat this many times, that's the budget. When I'm running scenarios love to run it. and I'm running strategies. Oh, I am oh, in oh. my element. The first, okay. So when Jonathan and now I'm going off cause Here this is go. just such a, such a help thing the, for me. Vegas trip. Yep. Yep. We were married six months. I found these crazy killer cheap flights to go to Las Vegas. Now, Jonathan and I are huge gamblers, but there was a bunch of outdoorsy activities that I wanted to do too. Um, so I booked this trip as a surprise. Uh-huh. We, he, Which was an amazing surprise. He thought we were taking a friend to the airport. Yeah. But then when we got the to the airport, the friend was the airport. taking us to the airport. <gasps> oh my God. It was crazy. And when we got on the plane, I handed him like three or four sample itineraries. Planned out like to the half hour. To what we could do on this adventure. It was kind of this. a choose your own adventure. <laughs> See, I had to run the scenarios. Run the scenarios. And if he picked scenario A, it immediately eliminated B and C. Okay, here we go. Here's the plan. It was, nuts. It was wonderful. It was and good. I was completely in my element. And when I am not doing things like that, I'm sinking. I'm a sinking ship. Mm-hmm. I'm not healthy. It's interesting. I'd say your running scenarios is <laughs> very similar to the crossword puzzles. Hmm. It's a really, it's fun. So fun. But it, it's kind of a mind workout. Yeah. You kind of, yeah. oh, I'm like, how Stretching do I put yourself. this piece together mm-hmm. and how does that affect this piece? And ooh, what if I change that one? Um, so we, it's interesting how we kind of have that one in different, certainly different, uh, expressions different expressions but both kind of similar floss in the brain yeah keeping things floss in the same two (laughs) (laughs) see if we can turn that into a phrase (laughs) no um another one last one that i would put in there is um that i'd say we've just put a name to it in the last year and i think it's for both of us um kind of rhythmic spiritual life with daily Mm -hmm weekly and then kind of annual routines that surround that yes um it took us a while to get a routine going Mm -hmm. as parents 
of very young children, but I feel like we've finally gotten to a place where we've figured out how to get it to get things to kind of healthily progress in our spiritual life Mm -hmm. without just abandoning it and then aggressively trying to implement some crazy out of reach routine, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, like the pre kid days things we would do. Yep. Anyway, we've, I feel like we've finally figured out a really healthy balance there to continue growing spiritually. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, those are some of our example canaries in the coal mine, but you know, there's some financial canaries in the coal mine. Ooh, that's and right. I think we should identify what those might look like for folks. But first, we're going to take a break, and we'll dive into those right when we get back. This episode is brought to you by Hollow, the audio-guided Catholic meditation and prayer app. We've been using it the last little bit, and it's and pretty cool. And loving it. Yeah. I listened to a guided meditation as I was putting one of our kids down the other night. She was nice and calm at the end of that. Mm-hmm. And then Jonathan had tipped me off that there were, you could pray the rosary with the app. So one night when I was doing dishes, I turned that on. Although he had said there were guided meditations, uh, my version didn't have them. But that's because I chose the 18-minute fastest version, Mm. (laughs) which was perfect for busy mom life. And then Jonathan chose the preferred 24-minute version one for him. Yeah, had a little extra (laughs) in there to get you into the mysteries. But that's what's really great. It has all sorts of different, um, you know, prompts and meditations and prayers in there to help you really develop prayer as a part of your life. Mm-hmm. So we definitely recommend you check it out. You can get a 30-day free trial of the paid option. Unlock all 700 different sessions in there at hollow.com slash walletwin. That's hollow, H-A-L-L-O-W.com slash walletwin. Hey guys, we are back and we are talking about canaries in the coal mine and now we're turning our eyes to the canaries in the coal mine of our financial lives. Mm. So these are the things that you can look at, kind of keep a gauge on and you know, if these aren't going well, it will probably... You gotta get out of the mine fast. Good, yes, it's gonna <laughs> spell trouble for you. You better get your buns moving. So let's hop right in. First one is just being able to have peaceful conversations about finances and your money. Mm -hmm. So this could be, I mean, especially if you're in a relationship, but even if you're single, to be when you're talking about it with friends, when you're kind of talking about it to yourself, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, what are those feelings that are coming up and you want them to just be peaceful? Now, it doesn't mean, you mean, even it's like, oh, if you're in debt or you're trying to you're kind of under some stress. You got this going on. Like, but you are in a place where you're dealing with those things. That's going to flow through and make your conversations and make your approach to it, your emotions around it more peaceful. Right. You could be in a hairy financial situation, mm-hmm. but if you've got a plan, all of a sudden you've got confidence, you're at peace. You know, you're just carrying out the plan that's going to write all of the stressors that are going on right now. Mm-hmm. So it's no big deal. So you can, no matter where you are in your financial journey, peaceful financial conversations are possible. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, I would say essential mm-hmm. to financial health. Yeah. And this is a, a great canary in the coal mine or perhaps maybe to use a little bit more of an economic term, a leading indicator. 
Oh. oh, let me push my glasses back up. So, <laughs> right, this is something right where it's 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 kind of the byproduct of a lot of other things, whether mm-hmm. it's a healthy financial situation or having a plan about it or executing that plan and having confidence in the plan. Those are what those kind of are the building blocks that create peaceful conversations mm-hmm. and a peaceful attitude towards things. And so if you're keeping your eye there, then if that starts to get shaky or disappears, that's because something else in that line mm-hmm. is faltering. And so that's, oh, I better look at everything else leading up to this attitude. And then you can find out wh- what's falling apart and, that, and then you can right. get So it's kind of it. like the fruit on the tree. Yes. It's evidence of other things that are going right. Yes, it's exactly what we're talking about today. In non-economic speak. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Okay, so a second canary in the coal mine for your money would be the presence of a monthly budget. Oh, yes, now, I'm absolutely. Gonna, I'm not going to say how you're doing this, you know, paper and pen or in an app, but the presence of it as a habit every mm-hmm. single month with the money that's coming your way, this is a massive indicator of financial health. Yes, because you are, I mean, again, no matter how you're doing it, if it's in YNAB, it's on paper, whatever it is, a spreadsheet, a budget is a plan for how you're going to use that money, mm-hmm. how you're going to spend it. You're kind of figuring out, in a sense, you're spending it in your mind before you actually spend it in the world. So every dollar that you have, you've got a plan, you know where it's going, and you can stick to that plan when you're out and about doing your thing. Exactly. And the monthly budget means that your money is protecting your priorities. Mm. And that's hugely important as well mm-hmm. you're able to take care of your health out with your finances and in addition to your finances when you're actually paying attention to the dollars and cents again it's not about them necessarily but what they represent and when you're creating that monthly budget you're always kind of checking in with your money you've got its back it's got your back um, and it's just creating a really healthy relationship between you and your finances mm-hmm Instead of, you know, I'm not going to budget and there's, you know, if the canary's gone dead, you know, now you're spending money and you have that feeling of, is it going to, am I going to get a transaction decline? Like how, mm-hmm. uh, you bought something. He's like, I don't know if that was just my rent yeah, or can, my groceries. I right. don't know. It can create so much stress, mm-hmm. so much panic. Yep. Um, and frustration and fear and lack of confidence. Yep. So if that canary goes down, Look you out. going down. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So and then so right this canary right you want to make sure you're creating a budget. You're going to make sure you're keeping that budget. You're checking that budget when you go to spend your money, and that you're keeping that budget up to date, mm-hmm. so that you know when you do go to check it, you actually know how much you have available in that category. Right. So those are kind of those, those the pieces uh, of that bird uh, that you want to be checking in on. Let's look at that third bird. <laughs> <laughs> spending money you have. As opposed to? Spending money you don't have. <laughs> Ooh, what's the difference there, John? Well, one is money you have. <laughs> one is money in your bank account, in your hand in cash, right now, today. 
at the moment. Yes. No, the instead other one, of. Instead of, well, instead of really, I mean, using credit cards or, or other sorts of Or your paycheck coming Friday. Well, of or course, your, yes. Or that deal that's going to come through in two weeks. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, that I mean. stim check that's coming, you know, ooh, or whatever. You know, yeah, you, you went out and that a bought ago. up a bunch of new stuff and we're relying on that to kind mm-hmm. of get you out. Yep, you got to wait for it to actually be in your account. So mm-hmm. it could be, yeah, money. I mean, you could just be just overspending mm-hmm. money you just plain don't have. Right. That's an issue. And racking up debt. Mm-hmm. It could also be spending ahead of your money. Yeah. So, right, your paycheck's coming in on Friday. Well, I know that's gonna that's coming in. Um, well, I'm just going to float this purchase on a credit card for a week. Mm-hmm. And then when I get paid... I'll pay it off and I'm good to go. It never happens that way for long. Yeah. If it happens <laughs> that way, it's going to happen that way. And then it's going to happen that way sooner next month. Yeah. And it then gets, it's going to happen even sooner. And then because every time you do that, your paycheck's getting eaten up more and more and more by paying off the past. Yeah. And then before you know it, you're just not even going to do it. And then you're just on the credit card for almost everything, if not everything. And then it's just... Your paycheck's now minimum payments. That bird is long dead. (laughs) Yeah. So the canary in the coal mine is being habitually in the state of just, I'm only handing over the cash. I'm only swiping the debit card. If that money is here today in my hand now, budgeted Mm -hmm. for and paid in full. Yep. Yep. And so it's the two things really to kind of look at for this one. It's, Using debt, but then also spending ahead of your money. And that would even include with your budget, you know, okay, I'm going to, I have this money saved up in a piggy bank uh, in my budget for my car insurance. Well, I'm going to raid that, buy this television when I get paid next week, refill the car insurance. Mm-hmm. That's still spending ahead of your money. And it's, again, it's this leading indicator. It's this sign that you're, you're spending and your, your situation is either out of control, or just not healthy. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's going to, it's that sign to look at when you see this happening. Okay, let's stop. Let's reevaluate. Let's see what's going on. All right. Let's turn our eyes to a related fourth canary, mm. which would be living debt free. Or if you have debt, strategically eliminating it quickly. That's right. And having a plan in place. Mm-hmm. So this, that third bird was, uh, kind of cozying on up to debt, accruing right. debt. This because one is, you're spending, because you're not spending money that you have in the bank, you're relying on debt mm-hmm. and growing that. Yes. Now this one's dedicated to either going the other direction completely or mm-hmm. in eliminating debt and or living a different that way. way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so again, this, it's a, it can, this debt is a symptom of overspending, of going beyond your means. Of or just s- believing that debt is a way of life mm-hmm. and there's just no way to get out. Yep. Yeah. It can this, this canary can betray a number of things going on in your outlook on money or your financial situation. So it's, it's definitely a good one to see because if you see it's happening, if you see your, you have debt and you're, whether it's, it, it's going up, it's growing, or, or it's you're, not, you're not really doing much about it. You don't really care about it. Or really, if you're not, if you don't have a plan to get rid of it quickly and you're not making progress with that plan, All right, let's take a look at that. Right, but if you are living debt-free and you are actively punching out debt you do have, that is an indicator, another fruit that you are are pursuing financial health and that 
you are off to the races, my friend. Yeah, let's look at it the other way. If it's going well, that means, well, maybe some of these other things are happening. You have a budget. Mm-hmm. You've got a plan for your spending, so you're not overspending. Yep. You're able to set money aside towards goals that you are identifying, like getting out of debt, and you're making it happen. That's really great, right? This is a, That's another great fruit of things going well in your financial life. So now that we talked financial canaries in the coal mine, let's just quickly recap what we've chatted about in this episode. First, we acknowledged that human tendency to drift and to just kind of go into the rut, live a little bit of a Groundhog's-esque day existence (laughs) as life happens to you instead of us happening to life. And then creating and cultivating that awareness that it's even happening as kind of the first step to mitigating this situation that's that's at hand. Then, because of you, your awareness of it, you can now craft a plan to disrupt it with dreaming sessions and identifying what are those things that really indicate health for you. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be personalized to you individually. You know, we were all created differently. So whatever those are for you, you have to identify them. Then you build your life in such a way that is going to include those indicators of you being healthy. And then last and certainly not least, we dove into how do you craft a plan to include that with your finances and to make sure that your money game is actually going well and being healthy as well. Mm -hmm. I just said as well, as well, as well. Can't talk. (laughs) As well. Yep. Yeah, well, thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Make sure you are identifying the canaries in your financial coal mine. I know a lot of people, some of their canaries would be paying off debt, saving money, and we've got a great training for you. It's at walletwin.com slash free training. You can click the link in the show notes as well, and that is all about how to pay off debt and save money without even needing a huge income. All you need is the proven plan, and that's what we share with you in there. So get on over there and check it out. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week. Hey, Jonathan here. I want to tell you about a free workshop that we've got going on. You can go get it at walletwin.com slash training. It's called How to Pay Off Debt and Save Money Without Giving Up Everything You Love. Inside this one, you're going to learn to how to know exactly what your next best step is for your finances. You're going to learn the number one strategy for getting your hard-earned money working for you and your dreams instead of Visa or Sally Mae. And you're going to learn the secret to seeing way more progress with your money. And you don't need a bigger income. You don't need to give up everything you love. You just need the WalletWin method. And we walk you through it in this training at WalletWin.com slash training. It's totally free. So go sign up now, WalletWin.com slash training, or you can grab the link in the show notes. I'll see you there.